Episode 38. You're listening to Vox Talk, the voiceover industry's number one podcast, brought to you by Voices.com. It's about voice acting, growing your business, and sharing your knowledge. Vox Talk is a show that you can be a part of. Getting involved is both fun and rewarding. It's time for this week's episode of Vox Talk with your host, Stephanie Cicerelli. Hi there, I'm Stephanie, and welcome to this episode of Vox Talk. Today, we're joined by Ellie Hirschman, Adam Fox interviewing Bob Oakman, and hopefully we'll have a surprise in here from one of our Transformers. Are you ready for this? The Loop, informing you of news and current voiceover events. In entertainment news, Brian Cox, a voice actor and comedian from Saskatchewan in Canada, is the voice of Iron Hyde in Michael Bay's Transformers movie, playing in theaters everywhere. And as hinted at in my introduction, I'd like to play some raw audio from Brian Cox. Brian used this audio to audition for the character of Ironhide, Ratchet and Jazz. Now he says that they used the second set of lines, processed them, and the line that they ended up with in the movie was, You have a rodent infestation. Shall I terminate? Let's hear Brian. This exoskeleton appears suitable for battle. We come in search of our energy source. On his lenses, eBay, you have a rodent infestation. Shall I terminate? You must help him look. Why are we hiding? I can neutralize them. They will feel no pain. <laughs> this exoskeleton appears suitable for battle. We come in search of our energy source. On his lenses, eBay, you have a rodent infestation. Shall I terminate? You must help him look. Why are we hiding? I can neutralize them. Oh, they'll feel no pain. A friend of Brian's has also formed a Facebook group in honor of this great achievement. I've joined it myself. If you know Brian, you should too. Learn more about where to sign up in the Vox Talk show notes at podcasts.voices.com. In voiceover news, the new online hangout for social networking is none other than Facebook.com. You can join several different groups for voiceover to discuss topics among fellow voice actors and get to know others in the biz. The Voice Acting Hub now has 83 members and is going strong. Come join the fun. Sign up for a free Facebook account by going to Facebook.com. In closing, voiceover coach Scott Shurian made headlines in the Salt Lake Tribune this week, a fitting tribute to a voice actor who is not just a master instructor, but a veteran aged 75 who has voiced over 7,500 narrations and commercials over his career. To read the article, search for Salt Lake Tribune and Scott Shurian, or visit the show notes here at Vox Talk for the link. Helping you grow your voiceover business. Today in the biz, Ellie Hirschman talks about his experience voicing an avatar for SitePal. Hi there, this is Ellie Hirschman. I was recently contacted by a friend of mine to do a voiceover job for his new business. The voiceover job was described as an avatar. Now those of you familiar with online forums and bulletin boards may associate the word avatar with a little picture or cartoon or icon next to your username on the board. And it's not that far off when it comes to this concept. The company is called Gas Limit. You can view their website at gaslimit.com. And by this time, they've already implemented the avatar that I've been talking about. This avatar happens to be an animated talking head, and the voice it's using is mine. 
The avatar takes you through the site, describing the nature of the business, the sign-up process, and your savings plan under their company. You'll have to go to the site to get more details, because I'm not going into it now. But the concept of an avatar with custom voiceover was new to me, and actually seemed like a very logical idea. Certainly made sense for me as a voiceover artist, but from the business perspective, you can't have a live person on there showing you the site. You could have just a recording, but having a face to go with it just makes it that much more user-friendly. The avatar was generated from a site called SitePal.com. There you can design your custom avatar to look however you want it to, and in this case, he actually designed it to look pretty much like me, surprisingly. Mm, poor little guy. Since this concept was so up my alley, I'd recommend that all you guys take a look at SitePal.com and recommend it to any clients that you may have. I suggested to my friend that we do a sort of monthly avatar update on their blog, just to keep customers informed of changes in the business, upcoming promotions and savings deals, perhaps ways to uh, maximize their benefits. This way, I get to work with him once a month on some voiceover-related concept, and the customers feel that their avatar is still guiding them through the process, even after sign-up. I think my friend got his money's worth on the contract with SitePal, and it definitely made, a, made for a good opportunity for me to flex my voiceover muscles. Everybody can check out the two sites I talked about, gaslimit.com and sitepal.com. Let me know what you think, and if you come up with any jobs as a result of it. This has been Ellie Hirschman. Tech Talk, walking you through the technological landscape. This week in Tech Talk, Adam Fox interviews friend and voiceover colleague Bob Oakman. You're listening to another Defiant Digital Podcast for Voices.com. Here's your host, Adam Fox. Well, howdy, folks, and welcome to yet another edition of this wonderful podcast. Got something really special for you guys today. I have tracked down, tied down, begged, and pleaded to get my good friend Bob Oakman, uh, one of the busiest guys I know in the business, uh, to come in and provide a little bit of his time for us today, and he has agreed to do so. I'm going to ask Bob a few questions and uh, see if he can provide us with some insight uh, from a first-hand perspective of how uh, he does what he does and uh, what really got him into this business in the first place and and uh, and what he uh, what his particular thoughts are on uh, the business itself and uh, how he does what he does. Well, this one's chocked really full of stuff, so I want to jump right in. But before I do, let's give you a little sample of what Bob sounds like and what his work is all about. Only nine days till the biggest tour of the summer. It's my... the man the New York Times calls a rock and roll institution. The Bob's Tour, live! In the year 2000, the infestation began. Now, Papa Roach swarms back on the scene with a new album and a new tour. You heard the new Tommy. Now experience Tommy. Live. Tommy Lee. Never a dull moment tour. The beauty. The power. The outrage. See what I'm talking about? I know you guys have heard his voice from time to time. So without any further, 
Let's get right to Bob. Hey, Bob. Hi, Adam. Hey, it's great to chat with you today. Yeah, man. Great to talk to you, too. So how long ago did you get your start in the business? I don't actually remember a date, but it was sometime in the late 80s when I got my first radio job. And how exactly did that come about? Long story short, uh, being a guitar player for many years led me into a career in studio work. And I also had a job for a concert sound and lighting company, so I got my chops up with uh, sound equipment, basically. So over the years, I became quite proficient at engineering and producing. Uh, So when my friend Frank Beffra got a license for a 100,000-watt FM station up in northern Minnesota, he talked the program director, Tom Baldrica, into giving me a shot at the uh, DJ gig thing. Knew nothing about doing voiceover. I really sucked at first. But practice makes perfect. So eventually, uh, I became the production director at the station. And with that came lots of experience producing and voicing commercials and station promos, etc. Some bad uh, DJ voiceover habits came along with it, too. So then, uh, following that gig, I got a job as production director at KRZQ in Reno, Nevada. And then, uh, about a year later, back to Minnesota to build a new station for Frank. And then on to KKBQ in Houston. So here's a good one. What was the catalyst for becoming the voice of concert spots and sports promos and monster trucks and all that stuff that you do? You know the old saying, it's good to know somebody, or at least know somebody that knows somebody in the business. Remember Tom Baldrica, um, my program director? Well, he became a record guy in Nashville. Incidentally, he's now president of marketing for Sony BMG Nashville. Anyway, he got my demo tape to Dean Hallam, uh, who was program director for KKBQ in Houston. And that landed me the creative director gig there. Big jump from tiny small market to number three market. After a couple of years there, I was heard by the legendary Bill Young. And uh, after a short conversation with Bill, he hired me at Bill Young Productions. And that's where it all started. i tell you, I'll never forget the first day and my interview with Bill and hearing him say with that voice, Bob, remember, you're in the big leagues now. <laughs> Almost thought it was Bill Young talking to me there. So... Tell us more about your years in concert promos. Um, you know, what kind of things did you find uh, successful to help uh, get established and, and at the same time develop your signature sound? Well, when you work with people every day in a busy environment like Bill Young Productions, you eventually start mimicking them. So being around people like Bill and Steve Kelly and other folks there really taught me a lot. Not to mention the fact that I had to produce and voice like from 20 to 50 concert or event spots every day. BYP is basically the boot camp of post-production and voiceover. It made me really fast at producing a high-quality product. So after seven years, though I almost lost my mind, it, it made me good at that particular genre of voiceover and launched my freelance career in the process. So uh, let's tell the listeners a little more about how that all works. The whole concert promos thing is a unique business. Uh, the way it works is you work with band management to come up with television, radio, print, so on and so forth approved templates, so to speak. That can be a difficult process. You see, they want to control the way their ads sound and look in every market, and you don't get paid for that part of it. But once you have an approved spot, all of the promoters in every city on the tour are constrained contractually to come to you to get their advertising. So you have a template, you're just changing date, venue, ticket copy, that kind of thing, and stamping them out, unlike the Henry Ford assembly line of audio and video. So if you do the math, it, that can add up to a lot of bucks. Well, Bob, I know you're busy, and, and I do appreciate you taking the time to sit down uh, with us today. But um, let's tell the listeners out there just how busy your days can be 
and uh, what it takes to keep successful in the voiceover business. I mean, you know, what kind of maintenance is involved in that? Tell you what, I'm thankful to be as busy as I am. Wasn't quite sure how it was going to go after I left BYP four years ago. My voiceover career has kind of faded into obscurity. But car spots, radio liners, monster truck spots, some of the remaining clients I do through Bill Young Productions keeps me real busy. And I'm uh, back to cranking out 20 spots a day on average. And uh, doing a lot of audio video post and just about to add a video editor to the mix. Success for me, I guess, uh, is being able to do the small stuff for cheaper clients real fast. Uh, Money and volume, you know. But I'm not looking forward to doing that forever, keeping that pace up. You know, you always have to grow or you become stale. Summing it up, I guess uh, meeting deadlines is really important at this time. Not so much that I have this fantastic voice or delivery or anything like that. Yeah, I think we've had that conversation a time or two. And finally, Bob, where would you like to see yourself in about five years? Hmm, the future. (laughs) I see myself on a beach in the Caribbean. Yeah, right. Actually, I'd love to do more union work. You know, sit back and pull residual checks out of the mailbox all day long. But alas, it doesn't seem to be in the cards. Got a lot more to learn, bad habits to break, and business plans to see through to their fruition. I actually did a couple of training days with Don Morrow. Uh, That helped a lot. I'm just hoping that things keep progressing in that direction. Well, thank you very much, Bob. Let's uh, give Bob Oakman a hand for uh, taking some time with us today. I want to thank you very much, Bob. I know exactly how busy you are because, folks, let me tell you, uh, I'm his production partner and I can't even get maybe five, ten minutes on the phone with him on a regular basis. He is just that busy. Um, Thank God for email. That's a a wonderful thing. Um, But just want to thank you, Bob, and uh, I hope this was helpful to people out there and it'll uh, provide some useful insight to those people that are in the business, both new and old, um, because we can never stop learning, and especially when you get somebody as talented and as experienced as Bob, uh, who's just on everywhere you turn, you turn the radio on or TV on, and there he is. And uh, to have somebody of his caliber come and provide thoughts and and, uh, his uh, musings, if you will, uh, to the podcast is just really, uh, I'm very thankful that he took the time to uh, speak with us today. And as always, if you have any questions or comments, you can just drop us an email. Uh, You can hit me here at the Voices.com website at adamfox.voices.com or at my website, which consequently you can reach Bob at the website too, at defiantdigital.com. That's defiantdigital.com. And again, folks, we'll be back next week with another Tech Talk segment. We're going to be cranking these out a little more regularly now. And uh, just wanted to thank you all for listening and your support. Uh, your great emails, all your audio clips and submissions, just keep them coming because we love to have them. And until then, bye for now. For those of you who recognize Bob's voice or thought you'd heard it before on this podcast, you're right. Bob records the intros for Adam's Tech Talk segments. A special thank you to Adam and Bob for putting this interesting and entertaining interview together. Voxbox, sharing your audio feedback. In the Voxbox today, it's the last call for the Julie Williams Proven VoiceOver Techniques Workshop hosted at Voices.com this Saturday, July 21st. The workshop takes place between 1 to 3 p.m. and there will be food, freebies, and a prize as well as a spectacular opportunity to review Julie's newest release. Take the review CD and chocolates home. They're yours to keep. There are still some places left at the table, so register on the Vox Daily blog now to reserve your spot or you can email me at stephanie at Voices.com to RSVP. Well, that's all for this week. 
We love hearing from you, and thank you very much for staying subscribed to Vox Talk. You can subscribe to this podcast through the iTunes podcast directory, by RSS feed, or by email on the Vox Talk website at podcasts.voices.com. I'm your host, Stephanie Cicerelli. Take care, and we'll be seeing you next week.